and I want to bring in our next guest to help us take a look at them. Dan Deming, the managing director of KKM Financial, joins us this morning. Dan, thanks for sharing part of your Thursday with us. Unit labor cost stands out here, I guess, most of all. Good morning. Up 0.9. They were looking for an increase of 0.3 prior 0.3. So maybe nothing to ruffle the feathers, so to say, but uh, kind of feeds into what we've been talking about in terms of these inflationary pressures and, uh, again, uh, what the Fed's dealing with. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. And it feeds right into uh, the Fed chairman's testimony yesterday and probably more so today as the one thing that seems to be pretty consistent right now is a very tight labor market. Wage increases are very pronounced at this point, and that number this morning indicates more of the same. You know, so I think it's going to be an interesting couple of days. It's been a very interesting start to 2022, but you know, we've got so many moving parts here, Ben, and so many cross currents uh, in various uh, parts of the market that uh, that's why you continue to see volatility hanging up here, pretty. At elevated levels because of some of these outsized moves that we're seeing, not only in the equity markets, but other markets as well. And and when you look at, um, you know, the other factor here, I think that's interesting, Ben, as we lead towards, we did get the weekly claims today, and it looks like it came in a little bit lower than expected. But the one thing I just can't get over is how does the ADP number miss by as yeah. much as it 800, did yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. 800,000 yeah. jobs between down 300 to up 500 i like in the revision like yeah, it seems like an air of some sure. sort or something it's it was unbelievable so i guess that puts us on elevated uh, alert mm. for this uh, number tomorrow ben because to me it just seems like it's setting up that it has the potential to be a big number particularly with some of the data points that had recently come out indicating that you're seeing a substantial amount of people back going back into the workforce yeah definitely uh be careful what you wish for a situation in terms yeah, of you is. might get it the fed again as you mentioned has been kind of uh, been sort of looking for this inflation ultimately the commodities uh, at levels elevated levels as they are crude oil up and through this 100 level you know earlier this week we heard from president biden he was talking about easing some of these inflationary pressures not through driving down wages ultimately he wants to kind of keep those up but he talked about driving down costs and i've been asking our guests and sort of pointing out a difficult task to do at hand when you're talking about crude oil again and these commodity prices at these elevated levels it sure is, Ben. And, and as you and Michael pointed out, you know, it's fascinating because I've been watching the wheat, watching the wheat market as well. And that's just uh, uh, something uh, that's just breathtaking, to say the least. And really, when you look at aluminum as well. So, yeah. you know, some of these uh, areas that have just been greatly impacted by the uh, the. Uh, tensions uh, in in the in Ukraine. So, um, you know, that that's something that the market's still trying to sort out as far as uh, how is supply going to be impacted moving forward and who's going to possibly make up that supply. And I guess we are seeing uh, substantial flows into emerging market uh, exposure to some degree here recently, too. And maybe the belief is that they're going to benefit from some of these trends. So that's something that maybe is uh, definitely worth tracking as we move through this this, uh, you know, cycle within the market. So, uh, you know, I, as you mentioned, though, I think, Ben, um, you know, the, some of the driving factors here as far as the inflationary pressures and be careful what you wish for, uh, you know, the Fed basically telegraphed once again that it's only going to be a quarter point um, and that, you know, that they're probably going to move a little slower than what was initially priced in due to the fact that the uncertainty surrounding the situation in the in Ukraine. So, you know, I think there's still a lot of moving parts, as I mentioned, and I think each day you just got to be very careful on, you know, how um, 
uh, you, you kind of digest this market. I think the one thing I can think about, as, as Michael talked about being a trader, and you and I were in our former lives were doing the same thing, you know, just on the floor, I should say. And, um, you know, I think you got to keep in mind that each day is its own unique day. And that's you got to keep your mind clear each day you come in with try to leave your opinions uh, as, you know, out of the, out of your thought process as much as possible and just kind of evaluate what's taking place on that particular day and then uh, and then go from there. You know, and to, to that point, and not necessarily to get too sappy here or too philosophical or off the uh, track here, but ultimately that oh, why not? That's, that comes from taking care of yourselves at night. I always say you perform better, obviously. You're, uh, how you perform in front of the screens during the day is a reflection of how you treated yourself the evening before. So under circumstances like this, you've got to get your rest. You've got to uh, make sure your diet's right and get your sleep and all those. Take care of yourself, basically, because we are stretched a little bit thin. Speaking of stretched a little bit thin, sure. we were taking a look at the wheat, some of the limit-up moves we've seen on the intraday basis. While you're speaking to those points, we pulled the daily. But I want to take a look at this weekly time frame because we pointed out earlier in the show crude oil to levels we haven't seen since 2008 well here's a perfect example of that we're at march 2008 levels in terms of wheat and again dan you mentioned some of the metals as well that we've seen on the move um and other commodities that is that have been on the move um talk to me about the dollar because yesterday it came off a little bit uh, in reaction to uh, fed chair jerome powell's comments and maybe it was hoping for a half a point still he seemed a little bit uh, more convinced that we'll see a quarter point, and, uh, but it's still holding above 97, I guess, partially uh, due to some of the weakness we've seen in the euro currency, which you can understand considering the situation that's playing out there. Yeah, I think absolutely, Ben. Uh, you continue to see that uh, safe haven type of mentality when it comes to the dollar. And, uh, you know, now and today we're seeing it ticking back up. Mm -hmm. It's 90, uh, 90, what is it, 93 spot six or 96 spot Ninety-seven uh, pot six 97 three, three, right? Ninety-seven spot six. So yeah, and that's that's now that's pushing the top end of the range. So you know, if we see a, a much further uh, increase in the dollar, then that's you know breaking out of this range. So there's still strong demand uh, for the dollar, and you know the, there was a reset yesterday though, Ben, uh, in in the in the uh, interest rate environment, and we'll have to see how it plays out. Well, today it looks pretty a little bit much more quiet, at least initially. But, um, boy, the, the middle of the curve the last couple of days, it's just been whipped mm -hmm. around. Like, it's unbelievable. I, we, we saw the twos and threes yesterday have a 20 basis point move. Yeah. That's just incredible. Yeah. So, you know, the market's still trying to gauge exactly how this is going to unfold. And I think the reset in 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 yields yesterday had, a, had something else, also had something to do with why the dollar continues to maintain this upward trajectory. Well, you've got unknowns from the Fed and a little bit more clarity yesterday, but headed into it, some unknowns and uh, maybe a reflection of some of that volatility we saw there as well. But also you have these geopolitical kind of rises and falls tied into treasuries. So you can expect some of this volatility. You think it will continue here? Dan? I do. I mean, you know, the, I know that uh, I've been watching uh, your shows over the last couple of days. Um, you know, a lot of discussion about the VIX holding at 30 mm -hmm. and how long can it do that? Well, you know, I was I traded it for six years, so it can do it for an extended period of time when you get these types of daily mm -hmm. moves. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember, uh, you know, VIX is 16 basically implies on any given day over the next 30 days that the market's anticipating a 1% move. Right now, we're seeing 2% plus moves on any given day. Uh, you know, and if that's the case, then you would expect the um, applied levels to hold in the 30s, and that's what we're seeing. So 
I think that uh, if we continue to see these outsized moves in the equity markets, and certainly when you see outsized moves in the futures markets on some of these commodities, uh, that yes, I do expect the, the volatility to maintain this upward levels uh, from a historical standpoint, just because we're, we're realizing those types of moves on a daily basis. And the other thing I think it's also I want to point out here, Ben, is an interesting fact that I did see this morning is, uh, uh, was it the Bloomberg uh, Commodity Index uh, had the biggest up week in 60 years yeah. this past week. So, you know, that's, there's, I mean, it's just some of these commodities that you and I have talked about today, you really, if you look through almost all of the different types of exposure to the commodities market, you're just seeing tremendous strength across the board. Yeah, it's staggering. I mean, I was talking to Oliver yesterday, 30 plus years in the market. I mean, I've never seen, well, you only have seen this a couple times, I guess is the best right. way of putting it. I mean, and that really speaks to the uh, magnitude of what's playing out here. Um, Dan, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, other currency markets. If you have your eye on any and think we should be keeping an eye on, for example, the yen oftentimes is looked as one of those safe haven type currencies. We've been talking about the Bank of Canada this week, raising rates for the first time in three years, right? And uh, again, crude oil, not necessarily the lift to the Canadian dollar that you'd expect to see, but they've been a little bit disconnected recently. But other currencies you have your eye on, Dan, that you think we should be watching? Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, while you're seeing the euro going to, again, uh, you know, the lowest level here in what, a couple of years mm -hmm. now, I think, uh, the, the British pound has actually held up better relative to the euro. So I think that that's an interesting, interesting dynamic. The other thing, Ben, is I, when you look at the the currencies that have maintained at least somewhere, some levels where they're not getting outside of the where they have been trading for the last several months it's primarily due to the fact that they are net exporters of commodities mm -hmm. and so when i look at the currency markets you look at the australian dollar new zealand dollar you know those types of uh currency exposure where they have net exporters of commodities certainly seem to be holding up better relative to areas that are net importers of commodities yeah we're watching a little bit of a lift here's the six n you mentioned the aussie dollar also on the move higher and uh, lots to keep an eye on here to say the least dan always appreciate you joining us uh, on a thursday morning to break it down talk numbers and uh, markets and well current events uh seem to be the major focal point here today right so uh thanks again dan thanks uh, much appreciated dan deming the managing director of kkm financial we've been uh talking about some of the fundamentals that are impacting markets and again as we always do kind of sprinkling that discussion with our charts but we saved our best